Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome back to the Triforce podcast. This week I am in America, so I don't know if Sips and PFLAX are going to do a podcast, but probably not. So I'm just recording this in case it goes in front of the archived um, stuff that we have left over from Team Double Dragon. All of the finest uh, bits of Sips and I waffling over gameplay as we talk uh, ignorantly about stuff we don't really know about uh, for you to get salty about. So yeah, enjoy this podcast. It starts now. Hey, we're back. I don't typically have a lot of fun stuff to talk about anyway. A lot of my lot of the chat that we have together well, is kind of... I don't know. Don't sell awful. yourself short. I mean, I find it a riot, you know? Um, <laughs> no... <clears throat> I mean, I could talk about really mundane things happening. Like, I found some mould in my spare room cupboard, you know, on the wall. Oh, nice. So I reported it to the landlord and, you know, it means it probably got a leak. Um, you know, you shouldn't have done that because isn't he kicking you out, like, pretty soon? Well, yeah, but it's pretty important for me to, like, um, not get in trouble when I leave. And him saying, oh, look, there's loads of mould, you didn't report it, you're going to lose your deposit. That's always oh. the big fear with renting somewhere, right? That the landlord is going to keep all of your deposit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, people who are out there, but landlords, oh, man. I never want to be worst, one. They? No. Um, because there's ne- it's not a good thing to be, right? It's, it's, no. It's always a that's fat guy with a greasy, like, string vest on. He's always wearing a wife beater. He, yeah, uh, a wife he's beater. He's always. That's right got some sort of accent like maybe he's from russia or something yeah his and... hairline is receding and he's holding a half open can of beer yeah so just imagine me uh i'm a <laughs> landlord and um this is the some kind of accent the... tick half yeah, open can is... of beer tick receding hairline tick double yeah tick. that's yeah, yeah double tick double tick you're right um <laughs> Yeah, so imagine I'm your landlord. I turn up and I say to you, listen, Buster, you better be reporting damp in the bathroom or guess guess who's going downtown to Chinatown. Um, and then you probably turn around and say, I didn't have a dad and I've always wanted someone to take me to Chinatown for a day out. So that's me. And you raise your hand and you realize, hang on a second. That's not what this guy's talking about at all. And then I beat your ass. No, 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 no. <laughs> In a fight. No, no, you, he ra- you raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. And you realize it's the same as, as his, his his hands. And you, you realize that he is actually your dad. Your dad. 
He's yeah, like, your long lost Oh dad. my God, this guy has the same birthmark on his hand that I have. That's that right. That means that we must be either related or maybe soulmates, but maybe being related is closer to the mark. Yeah, you, you kiss for a second and you realize, oh, maybe we're, maybe, <laughs> just, maybe we're, maybe we're not soulmates. Yeah. Just a really friendly kiss, though, not like a not like a passionate love kiss. How it's do more you like know a, that you found a soulmate? Is it the kiss? No, I don't. You know what? I think it is. I think, you know, you found your soulmate when you do that thing where you're like, yeah, and then I got on the bus and then I and then the person's like slipped. You're like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> you know, you like you complete each other's sentences uh, and you yeah. just have this this ability to like know what the person is thinking, thinking and how they as, feel yeah, and feel. stuff. That's how you know. No, that's, that's how, how you know, you know you've know got a soulmate. soulmate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know? Do you not think it's more of a physical thing? Okay, almost like how um, animals, a, a, animals. You know, a lot of animals sort of relationships are done through smells and pheromones and stuff. So, so maybe your soulmate, maybe you you like the smell of their farts or something like that. I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. Can you be attracted to somebody based on the smell of their farts? I'm just that trying to find like, like a way to identify the soulmate. Okay, there must be some it there's always this mm. <laughs> are you a huge narcissist if you really love the smell of your own farts and are attracted to yourself based on that on the smell of your own farts yeah that shows that you have a really big ego yeah probably no, nice I don't, know. I don't know i don't think i don't think your own farts are supposed to be unpleasant to you but they probably i don't know i don't know Sips, I'm not an evolutionary biologist, okay? I like to pretend no. I'm a polymath at everything. But actually, do you know yeah. what I'm, I am? Some people were, were getting mad at me last time, right? Because I was talking about marriage at and you? stuff in a really weird way. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being super cynical about it. You're I was like, being... oh, you just got married for a green card and stuff. And you know what? <laughs> I left my garage after that last recording. <laughs> and I broke down on my driveway, which is two steps away from my house you and my garage. You put your fist through the, I, through the garage I door. I broke down on my driveway. Said, I dropped Why? down onto my knees. Yeah, I held my arms up in the air, platoon the style. Yeah. It started raining. And I said, my whole life is a lie. I married for a green card. And then I realized, no, hang on, actually. Lewis is just like a bit of an angry man. And that's not the case at all. Rain stopped. Uh, I instantly dried off and went inside and I felt good. So do you think this is one of these things um, that people sort of say about millennials or the younger generation? And and we yeah. are part of that. It, well, I suppose well, I'm on the I'm very... Not. I think you could you be a are. millennial if you were I'm born not. from about 1981 80, onwards. Yeah, so I was yeah. 83. So I'm I'm like the oldest millennial, millennial that you know. Yeah. Um, well, not quite, but but we, I mean, we, I joke about this sometimes with hat films because they're younger, right? And yeah. uh, I always say like that they're a bunch of filthy millennials who are like entitled and they don't appreciate the good things and all this stuff. And like, um, you know, the reality is that you know they're not that well. It's it's a weird thing, isn't it? You don't when you're really young. You can tell when somebody's, you know, one or two years younger than you or, you know, five years younger than you. There's, like, huge difference Oh yeah. in that. When you're older, there's not much difference. You know, people sort of, like, in terms of, like, personality and uh, and sort of, like, things that you, you're, you do and you're into, you kind of, like, plateau in your mid-20s, don't you? You just sort of, like... 
Hat Films and me and you and Duncan are all much of a muchness, I think. It, it, we, we feel very like kindred spirits. And I think Harry, in the same way, even though we know he's young, we still, yeah. he is just one of us. And there's no age boundaries there. Whereas I think when I was at school, associating with people in the year below me was kind of frowned upon, you know? Yeah. Um, but I did have a few friends in those years. It's not It's not that I, we didn't, but it, it kind of just wasn't, wasn't done were they real friends or were they just like um like drug friends did you have any just drug friends like people that you would never invite over to your house or introduce to your parents or even really talk on the phone but people that you were more than happy to just like stand outside and smoke cigarettes with and stuff weirdly the drug friends that i had were actually this was a pretty unique thing in my school they actually overlapped with the computer the nerdiest computer room guys okay oh so the there were this group of people who hung out in the computer room all yeah. every day and they were all these mega mega nerds and that was that you no i i wasn't oh, good. i was i, I was, was gonna say holy shit i gotta go i mean i this, <laughs> i think I, that like a bus I, I just hit of, my garage or something i kind I, of hovered around between between groups i wasn't one of the guys who went out clubbing when i was 16 and drank a lot of beer and you know was no. the cool the cool guys yeah. who got to no. sit at the back of the bus kind of the cool club i wasn't in that no i wasn't in the computer room guys i wasn't in the real chess club problem but that yeah there was this kind of group of um they were cool guys and they they were smoking a lot of weed at lunchtime uh in school uniform and they all got expelled and nice it just happened that the it, it was a group of about sort of six of them but only like three or four of them had, were there on that day and if you know if you were hap- if you were unlucky because i you know i'd been down with them if i had been unlucky my life would have completely changed yeah, um, you would have got done for the weed. Done for smoking, and, smoking the reefer. Oh, man, you would have gone to jail. Because that's really strict, too. You know, if back you get then, caught with doing a weed, you're fucking... Back then, it was, it was, it was prison. It time. was prison, hard time, hard labor, too, in, in the prison. But nowadays, they'd probably say, oh, he's just got a bit of affluenza. Um, let's put him in a special class for it and uh, give him a little trophy that says yeah. well done yeah it says well done overcoming on, your, on your weed your weed problem weed addiction <laughs> you yeah. kick that weed habit well and, uh, and truly you know I, what do you think about people getting trophy what do you think about the generation being a bit coddled or well, people say this all the time okay about not millennials that, when i yeah. say stuff okay you have to understand that i'm not saying it but i'm i'm just saying what i've heard as being a general perception what do you what do you feel about millennials being coddled and being given awards for for not not achieving and being patted on the back even though they don't work hard and i think it's bullshit i think you know earn it stop crying about it and get out there and earn it you big babies that's my message to millennials (laughs) (laughs) i think i think millennials are quite happy in terms of their outlook you know i think they're more upbeat than yeah. the older generations are. They're all like bohemians and stuff too, aren't they? You know, they millennials traditionally all wear turtlenecks, hang out in coffee shops. They have like a lot of Apple products. Yeah, goatees. they're very liberal. They're very yeah. socially liberal in terms of yeah. they uh, want... They, they would never about, fight back if they got mugged. They like, care about this organic is the thing. Generation X, and gay rights. If you're part of Generation X and you got mugged at knife point... 
you'd fucking fight back, okay? Because that's the generation that you're from. If you're a millennial, you're a pussy, okay? You get mugged at knife point, you're like crying and pissing your pants and you can't get your wallet out of your pocket fast enough to give it over (laughs) and stuff. And that's the difference. That is the difference, yeah. <laughs> that's the difference right there. But also, those those millennials, they probably wouldn't have any money in their wallet, okay? No. They, oh, they, yeah, it'd be they, Bitcoins. They pay for everything like... on their iWatch, right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it's it's like, sh- but they'll be they'd mugged start laughing phone, at sure. the mugger. They'd be like, <laughs> like I carry my Bitcoins around in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, they'd probably just say, oh, you know, take take my phone. You know, here you go. And because I, yeah, I know take, I can just get a new one from insurance from my dad. or whatever from my dad. My yeah. dad, who's like the president of a Fortune 500 company. Because everyone's dad is nowadays, aren't they? Or everyone's they're, they're dad looking is. forward to tweeting about it they're like oh, oh i yeah. can't wait to get home I and tweet about being can't wait to tweet about this this like, is such a good traumatic story. experience yeah 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 it's they're a funny breed aren't they millennials i mean having said that we you know we did sort of say that you are a millennial and you don't really do those things it's a weird it's weird hmm. how the generations like the labels for generations cut off at certain points because i would say that you and i are from the same generation you were born three years after me you know, mm. early 80s, going into like the 90s, growing up in the 90s and stuff. We're we're from like the same sort of generation, aren't we? But yeah, we're not classed as being part of the same generation, which I think is like kind of sad. You know, it'd be like if they had to put people from Generation X on a boat and people from millennials uh, on a boat, we'd be standing at the dock thinking, oh, cool. You know, we like grew up in the same time and you know we're familiar with the same things we're going to be totally on the same boat and then no we're on different boats and then it's like the titanic we're crying and stuff at sea longing to be in each other's company because you're just going to be stuck with a bunch of crying millennials who are like trying to buy you know food on their watch or whatever and i'm with all the cool tough generation x kids who are just fighting each other and headbutting each other all over the boat what would be your ultimate ability what kind of ability would you like to have that was a little bit out of the norm i kind of don't like applying these kind of unrealistic supernatural things to 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 answer questions because i think you don't give enough (laughs) bounds for it okay you don't want people to know that you're a pervert that's why right because you probably just thinking to yourself it always says it says more about you than it says all the time that it is interesting (laughs) i've seen i've seen everything uh i've seen i've seen every breast it's 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 a problem because i i there's no bounds. The classic thing is that when you set a story, this is one of Brandon Sanderson's laws. Um, when you set a story or a magic in a magical world or a fantasy land, you have to set the boundaries for how f- powerful the powers can be and what their drawbacks are. Because sometimes the best thing about when we play D and D and when we pick heroes and when we pick things like this is is not necessarily what the superpowers or strengths are it's what their oh, corresponding weaknesses are okay i feel like i'm always overpowered though like i always carry the team when we play D. that is true but but i when i but what makes interesting characters is, is not their strengths it's their flaws okay oh um and yeah. so that's ma- you know many- pretty typical of somebody who's like massively flawed would say that though you know because they want to you know they want to justify like why they're so shit at everything all right well let's compromise then 
Let's say you're stranded on a desert island, but you have like a supernatural power as well. Okay, what would sure. that power be? And My what would you do to survive? My power is that I can summon uh, anything, any object out of ex- into existence right now. Okay, well like, that's bullshit, bam. though. Okay, you can but you wouldn't be able to do like, that just by whoop. unlocking a dormant I'd part like, of your brain. I'd be like, okay, uh, and then I could summon it's, out like a no, load of. Um, that's fucking I, okay, garbage. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? A dormant part of my brain? What? What? You can't well, say that's garbage. Well, ac- according to the laws of Sanderson, uh, there has to be a limit to the power. You well, can't you just fucking... Well, given me a limit, Sips. It's so, not Star Trek. Okay, fine. The I will heal cancer creator. with my hands. Okay. Is that any more realistic than someone else? It's out? a little bit more. Okay, it's, it's not a little realistic bit more. at all. It's bollocks. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's a lot more so than being like, oh, shit, I need a shovel. Pring! Okay. Here's a shovel. When it's I take a shit, it's made of a gold. It's made of gold. But only well, when it hits the one. toilet bowl, so it doesn't injure me. I never thought of that. Right? Mine was shit-related, funnily enough, but it wasn't <laughs> the ability to shit gold. Huh. Again, like the problem with that is that uh, there'd be lots of problems, right? But uh, th- 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 these questions, I don't find them very rewarding unless there are hard, like... In, in, well, then you, you haven't have heard start... my answer yet. Okay, go on, fine. What's your stupid answer? You... Okay, my stupid answer is the ability to cause people to shit their pants whenever I want them to. <laughs> Do you Again, know how fucking useful that would be? Listen. It'd be so useful. You don't understand. That's probably already a thing. You know, there's the, you've heard no. of the brown sound, okay? Well, I no, okay. Well, Elaborate. Okay, there's the thing, there was a theorized thing called the brown sound where it's like a really right. low-pitched sound that vibrates at the same frequency as your butthole, right? So okay. it makes you poop yourself whenever you hear the brown sound okay no, so that's theoretically bullshit. well it's much more scientifically likely that we will be able to come up with something <laughs> that makes you shit yourself right there are already yeah. plenty of things no, no. that make you shit yourself right well, so all we need to do <laughs> is scientifically figure out something which will do that that's realistic just having hands which radiate fucking the cure to any disease that someone's suffering from is bollocks in the same way that it's bollocks that i would come up with the idea that i was on a beach snap my fingers and there's a copacabana bar right and then i could just have a mojito and you know lie on the beach and have a great time and then whenever i'm done i'll be like bam satellite phone hey i'm on on an island send a yacht bam (laughs) yacht appears do you know what i mean like it'll be fucking great that superpower yeah. but no one talks about that as if that's that's oh that's too unrealistic that's too it's right too, how about no, the superpower it to it's too easy because the, the life, thing is right okay you can cure cancer with your hands but it has a detriment on you though it sucks the light life out of you when you do it okay you being able to summon a bus whenever you want what is the detriment to you like maybe you have to have something where it's like like you were saying before, like there has to be a great strength, but there has to be like a drawback to a weakness. So anything that you summon has to land on your head first. <laughs> an equivalent. Well, I like the idea that a superpower has an equivalent weakness relative to how strong it is. So, for example, there's this really classic old anime called Darker Than Black. Okay, where the guys guys have super. It does sound racist, but it isn't. Uh, the guys have superpowers, but they have a contract. Okay, so what the contract is is that it's something they have to do that either they don't want to do is or is very unpleasant um, right. after they've used their superpowers. So maybe like maybe this one guy can like fire electricity out of his hands. Okay, but yeah. his contract. From but then that he has to that, like strangle a baby every time he does it. 
Well, okay, I, I don't think I've seen any that that have been that extreme. <laughs> no, but it's usually something like break each of your fingers or, or something oh, like that, or maybe God, or maybe something like bad. maybe something less. Like if your power's a little bit weaker. How the hell would you play video games if you had to break all your fingers? That would suck. Well, maybe it's only on one hand, um, yeah. and maybe they heal up. And also, maybe 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 that's a more extreme end. Maybe maybe more instead, it would be like uh, you have to do something really tedious. Okay, like go like fold each of the pages of books like over like 500 book like 100 books or whatever so you have to go through a load of books it's so it's it's like quite a time consuming thing so you can't just use your power whenever you want you have to you have this cool down where you have to satisfy a contract okay um and so that's an interesting concept there's lots of interesting concepts for for having because having weaknesses yeah uh, as a result it, it like, um, it like controls the, like that. the power creep of your of your ability, right? That's the that's, that's right. the point. You don't want it to get too out of control. Because that's why no one's interested in Superman, right? That's why he's sort of a bit sucky. Because he's not got, you know, you can shoot a bullet at his eyeball and it bounces off. And I'm just like, oh, for crying out loud. You're the guy. He, you know, You're that guy, they, aren't they're like, you? Your weakness is, is kryptonite. It's kind of the 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 one... And it's like, oh, kryptonite. It's like, it's like the rarest thing on Earth. Like, it's never a problem except for when some, some fucking bozo, yeah, mines it from outer space and puts together a huge conspiracy against Superman. I think we should maybe rename this whole thing to One and a Half Guys because I'm kind of, I'm kind of here talking to you yeah. and you're always only paying half attention. It's yeah. like when your mum tells you something and you're playing on a video game. You're like, yeah, mum, okay, or whatever. I'll do it in a Meat minute. Meatloaf for dinner again? Yeah, okay, fine. Oh, sure, thanks. Whatever. And you just don't listen, you know? Yeah. I, I, I had that a lot. I had that an awful lot. I had that for like 15 years, probably, with my parents. Where, um, where you didn't listen to your mum? Yeah. Like, well, I only half listened, right? <clears throat> what if she had like really important things to say to you? Like, no. Lewis, you're inheriting the family fortune. Again, there wasn't anything important away. like that in my family. And I guess it'll be the same for you. As soon as your kid starts, you know, getting a couple of years older and they don't start listening. Actually, no, no, because your dad, I, I always listen to my dad because he he kind of was quite selective about when he talked to me. Mum talked to me all the time. Okay. Right. And so I just got this sort of ign- layer of ignore all over it so it was all kind of pointless stuff whereas when my dad let me know something it was like Lewis the house is on fire quick let's leave <laughs> and I'd be like okay <laughs> do you know what I mean he didn't know, bother but... me with trivial crap right no not, but the thing with dads the... is that I don't know about your dad but like my dad never said anything so when he did say something you knew you had to listen because mm. it was like going to be profound or That's right. important or whatever That's right. but like with your mom Mums just talk all the time, don't they? They do, like tell you about all this crap that you don't want to know and stuff. So when something serious happens, you're still not listening to them. That's right. It's, it's like, like the, the boy, boy who, cr- who cried wolf. That's right. That's, it is. that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly like that. The boy who cried wolf. Oh he cried God. wolf so many times. Nobody shit. Nobody listened. That's we know the parable of the boy who cried wolf. Okay, yeah. that is a. It's a classic tale of... Uh, anyway, uh, it's Monday morning and <laughs> oh, shit, <yeah. laughs> the main news from the weekend. What did, you, what did you think the main news was that came out over the weekend? Terry Wogan died. That's right. Man, um, poor guy. And you know, old Wogan. 
Honestly, you, you it made me realise how much of an asshole I've been lately to people who are upset that someone else has died. Like for for example, Lemmy from Motorhead died, and then yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, God, and then Alan Rickman died. and also David Bowie died. Right? Oh yeah, and I forgot I, about Alan Rickman. I wasn't really bothered about any of those. Okay, and I was quite cynical about it. Okay, I was quite. Yeah. I was quite well, you know, uh, poor old David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, you were didn't... doing the singing thing with Bowie as well, which yeah, is I was a little ultra bit. offensive, actually. And um, obviously, Terry Wogan dying is actually actually pretty pretty sad for me because I think, and it, I don't realize that these other people so, probably have the same effect on other people, but I'm, I was a big Wogan fan, okay? I used to listen yeah. to Wogan like every morning for about. 20 years it felt like you know every I mean, morning a, i would it says a lot but i would have a radio you... alarm clock it would wake me up you know i'd go to school and i'd listen to wogan and then when i went to work in university i would listen to wogan and again and i you know it was, he, he was kind of this just let me get through this sips because it's emotional okay it's hard it's hard right. for me well this the thing is i just wanted to sort of say like you know you you clearly like wogan and i feel like maybe now people who really liked Bowie and were really upset with the fact that you were almost making fun of the fact that he died by doing the singing voice thing to offend them. Now they can get a little bit of sort of vengeance back on you. I wasn't trying to offend them. I was obviously Terry Wogan impersonation by Bowie to some extent. Oh, lads. Terry Wogan here. Oh, no. Honestly, I used to love... I used to love a bit of Bill Wogan. Freck father. He was just such a... Terry Wogan. He was just such a nice, gentle, kind of good good guy. You know, he did all sorts of good stuff as well. You know, he did Children in Need. He did Eurovision classically. You know, there were a lot of things which um, I... I guess guess you don't realise how certain people have an impact on your life um sometimes did, yeah is it just me or did they you Sad. know when terry wogan left bbc2 radio 2 yeah um they found a guy who sounded exactly like him to replace him did you notice that oh no 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 no, no. i mean that's ken bruce okay he's been doing radio for fucking probably just as long as wogan has right uh, except that he used to run i think he's like 65 as well but he, he used to run after Wogan um, on on Radio Two. I think he probably still does. Um, right. He he used to, yeah. So he's he's Scottish though. Not he sounds Irish. just like him. I find. Well, I like, he's got that same kind of like radio voice, slow radio classic radio voice. Yeah, he does yeah. sound. He no, thing is, I can see why you get confused. Okay, if you don't, if you're not a big Wogan listener but he is very different it's a little bit like Duncan and Simon okay the first time we start getting Duncan on the channel well I don't know I thought, find oh, they sound sounds, similar he as sounds well. like Simon um but no if if you know if, if as soon as you know them they sound very different um but I think sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get used to that their eccentricities and tell be able to tell them apart um I, I people, still can't really tell them apart. I think when you get a, like, exactly when you when you get a bunch of people together like uh, Rooster Teeth, you know, I can't tell those guys apart because I don't watch enough of their stuff. But as soon as I start watching it, I'd very quickly know who's who. You know, it's yeah. easy. I recognize the guy. The is it Michael who does Rage Quit or whatever? Sure. He's yeah. he's more distinctive than the others, I find, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. So Again, yeah, I mean, I don't watch that much of their stuff. So I mean, I remember watching Wogan, you know, just savagely take the piss out of uh, Eurovision Song Contest, you know. Yeah, uh, and you seem like really sort of beat up about this. I'm surprised actually. I d- figured that you were just like really angry, cynical, and you didn't really care about anything. But now, sort of turns out that you sort of had like some secret obsession with Wogan, or maybe you're just feeling a bit down, and like the whole sort of Wogan thing has, you know, revived some old feelings in you or something. Um, I'm surprised, man. No, I, I didn't think. I didn't I expect bit, this I'm from bit, you at all. I'm a bit emotional about it. Yeah, actually, it's it's pretty pretty bad. So no, it's it's sad because I don't know. I ju- I just I have a long history. I guess. Um, you want to talk about poop for a bit or something? Cheer up. Sure. Let's talk about what what have you been dealing with a lot of that? Is that a normal thing in your no, everyday life? I just like life? talking about it. Just like talking. You about are poop doing a lot. the diapers and stuff, so that, that I can understand why you'd bring that up. If you if you dealt with some poop already this morning. Assuming. No, no, no. Actually, today so far has been a poop-free day. It's been nice. I haven't done a poop <laughs> myself because I don't poop in the morning, and I haven't had to deal with the baby's poop either. It's been pretty good. Well, today, by the way, is apparently the most <laughs> national poop day. No, it's National Sicky Day. It's oh, apparent- is it? It's apparently the worst day of the year for worker uh, absenteeism, i.e., ringing up and saying, "Oh, I'm not feeling very well today." Um, nice. Yeah, and so it's it's it's. I don't like. This is something in which I guess you're going to you turn up do. to the office. Nobody's going to be there now. Just wait <laughs> for it. I guess you're going. I guess it just happens to be one of these times. Okay, it's the first of February. It's um. It's just it's a it's a long way from Christmas, but it's very cold. Christmas is one of these uh, celebrations that kind of keeps you going, right? Yeah. Through the kind of cold misery. Because because su- yeah. summer is okay, okay? Summer is fine. It's warm weather. You wake up, especially a UK summer, right? It's it's never really hot enough to, you know, be be horrible. It's always, even the hottest, nicest day, you wake up, you think, oh, it's nice and warm, better get up, uh, have a shower, get, get, into, get into it. You know, you enjoy it. It's really good. There's lots of light, full of energy. Okay, and as soon as the... Wait, we're talking about the UK here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's never like horrible. It's never like overwhelming. It's never it's never like so humid that you don't want to leave because you know you're in your nice air. We don't we don't have air conditioning really here. This isn't a yeah a, a British thing. You know we don't have it. Maybe we have it in our cars, but then it's used to heat them up in the winter. You know if anything. Oh um, uh, yeah. And- I think before we carry on, we need to say a quick thank you to our sponsor, which is uh, Visit the UK 2016, the uh, the travel board. Kindly I'm, sponsored us uh, our little chat this morning, which almost deviated to poop, but now has um, turned into a sort of weird come visit Britain. <laughs> Weather is really nice here. It's well in summer. Obviously a lie. Hold on, I was it, for the summer months. Okay, from June through to late August are yeah. are pleasant. Okay, and it's then it starts to get dreary and miserable. And by this, no December. Really, it's pretty shit here. It really sucks, and it's really depressing. Whoa. Remember and how nice the weather was when you came to visit in the summer? Holy shit! Oh, it was so nice. So it was oh god, the weather was crazy. But we were outside like every Jersey day. Jersey is basically France, okay. And what are France yeah. famous for? Wine, and so sun. therefore, <laughs> the <laughs> sun. Wine, but wine and grapes need a lot of sun. You know, they grow them in yeah. California, 
France the skeleton. Anyway, I'm just saying that you're basically living yeah. in France, so that's a little bit different. Um, up here in the UK, it's it, we get we get a good chunk more shitty weather, and uh, and I think that like that that the December and January, uh, December and Christmas are a good excuse to kind of get out of that that kind of down in the dumps and really just have a fun time and accept that the weather might be shitty and you know be okay, but. February now is just about the peak of the worst weather that we're going to get. It's been a really long time since Christmas, so everyone's forgotten about it. There's nothing good coming, right? Because it's just like February's pretty shitty, March yeah. is pretty shitty, um, and it's you know it's a good old fucking couple of months to go. And so, I, I think it's the, I think we're just about at the trough, right, of the worst day of the year. And so, obviously, this is the day when people just think, "I want to stay in bed." What do you yeah, think? I've kind yeah. of felt like that this morning when I woke up. So first like, of all, well, you were half an hour late to our recording. So what? what sorry, were you, what were you doing with that? Was, was <laughs> well, you just you having know. a lie in? No, I was playing. Um, fuck, I don't know if you do this, Kate. Re- reason with me a minute, or or listen to me, or or something, because I'm half paying attention. Sure, of course. but um, do you do this thing where you're like, I feel like I need to just get stuck into something, and like sometimes that thing is just a really crappy iOS game that you randomly find on the app store do you ever do that um i do i have i've had a few stupid ios games that i've played to death yeah yeah like what um one of them i can't remember i can't sometimes i can't even remember the fucking names (laughs) well that's not helpful but um, or i don't want to tell you what they are in case you get hooked on them like 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 a digital crack i don't think it's it's probably too late actually yeah. Well, no, go on, because I'm already addicted to a couple, actually. Are you? Well, no, I'm not going to tell you. Well, only since yesterday, but that's enough for me anyway. Well, I, 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 well, obviously, one of the ones I talked about over Christmas was uh, Dream Quest, and I played another game similar to that a lot. I think that, that Duncan, Duncan did a, an iOS, free, freemium iOS game for a brand deal, and um, he said, he, we, were, we were chatting the other day, and he, he, he looked me straight in the eyes, and he was like, Oh my god, that game. I can't believe it. I spend like 25 minutes every morning. I wake up and I play it for like 25 minutes every every morning. I can't stop. It's just What is it? I don't want to tell you what these games are, Sips. I might be playing it though. This is the thing. I don't think so. I don't want to <laughs> okay. tell you. It's not good. It's not good to it's like a crack dealer. It's yeah, like, no, oh, it just, just give me a little snifter of the crack. No, I'm not giving you any snifters of crack, because then you will like the crack and then you will have crack every morning with your with your crack cereal. Crack for breakfast. For crack fuck's for sake. Dinner. Crack for your lunch. No, anyway. So I went onto the um, onto the Apple Store thing and I was like, fuck. Just want like a game. Because I was playing you this game called fuck. Tap Tycoon. Oh, Tap Tycoon, okay. Which is terrible. Is it okay? like one Adventure of those... Capitalist? Yeah, I, I really like that as well. So yeah. Tap Tycoon is one of these games where you have to like furiously tap your screen like an asshole for the rest of your life and your hands get sore doing it wow. to make money yeah so i so in the end i thought fuck this i'm not playing this one anymore i'm gonna move on to like something a bit better but i like games where you build stuff and there's like some progress and whatever you know like kind of like city builders but like on ios you don't get like good city builders you just get these shitty things where it's like hey buy a key for 500 bucks and then um you know you can speed up building a school or whatever. I didn't want to do any of that either. But then I did opt for 
Farmville 2 Escape for the Country. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. I can't well, stop playing it. I can understand. I can't. Right, here's the thing, okay, about this. There's it, something about agriculture that really wets my whistle. I don't know what it is. Yeah, in the depths of winter, okay, in this miserable weather where it's pouring with rain outside or, or snowy or shitty or just, just cold and wet, it's sometimes nice to play a game where you're farming watermelons on a tropical island. In the island. summer, yeah. Okay? Maybe yeah. that's the key. I think that when it comes to summer, you're not going to be doing that stuff, right, anyway. But, uh, probably. you know, maybe then you can play like a game which is like winter. I guess this is why I don't like the whole Dota 2 uh, winter map thing that they've given me. Because it just makes me even more depressed, you know. I quite oh. like the green, sunny map you know at least it makes me feel like it's not quite as horrible uh, oh yeah do they that's i haven't played like in a while they give you a winter map i forgot yeah, about that. yeah. some people do oh. do absolutely love winter though so to you people i say good for you <laughs> good for you some that's people love true that. actually to those, yeah so good for you well good um, for you well anyway we'll uh we'll talk to you next time more about my obsessions with ios games crappy eyes because there's another one as well that i play like in between because one is never enough right because you always run out of things to do in one so you need like a backup right so you switch between them them. yeah yeah you rotate around like during the day so i'll tell you what my other one is next time i'm excited um, team dribbling doggy bye bye Lewis is mad because I ended the last episode without using the Team Double Dragon generator. I don't have it open, Lewis. I'm busy trying to team win. Team Dispassionate Drywall. Okay. Team Dispassionate Drywall. That sounds good to me. Anyway, we're Thank back. You. Um, we were talking about iOS games and the games that we all love to hate well, to you play. you were. I was yeah. talking about sick Wogan. days. You were t- you were getting and all Wogan. depressed about Wogan, and I it still wasn't, am. Beca- wasn't becoming of you. Get out of the dumpster, Lewis. Uh, Come on. Uh, okay. Get your get your pecker up. Come so, on. So tell me about get, what get other... it up and start <laughs> start <laughs> pounding it. away. Start pounding away. Come on. Just 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 hide your troubles just, in a just in masturbate. a woman. In just a warm, masturbate a lot in a warm China. Uh, in a what? You can't. You can't say that. Uh, you can't say that. The problem with Radio One is they play all this music that I have no idea what it is. You know, like it's all. Like, and here's the latest from uh, Super Zoomer Zoomer Five Million, and it's dubstep. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? It's like, all right, everybody, get ready for breakfast. Let's listen to dubstep. Well, 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 and I'm just like, well, I'm not sure that's what it's I like. I don't want to listen to Radio Certainly One ever again now. It's very pop. Okay, they have a, a set playlist which is assigned by some guy. Uh, so they have like 20 songs on loop. So. You hear the same songs over and over again because they only change them every like couple of weeks. Um, so it's almost like playing, or maybe Radio One's just pushing a millennial agenda. Maybe. Do you remember when you had uh, like an album, okay, a musical album, yeah, uh, on a CD or something? Uh-huh. This is like yeah. a completely forgotten thing, I guess now. And right. it was the only one you had, or it was in your CD player, and you just you played it on loop. Did you have any albums like that that you played on loop? Um, um, I lived with a guy who had the Killers, the first Killers album, 
and on on CD. On CD, and killers that, were like Napster era, though, weren't they? Uh, no, it was it was called Mr. Brightside, the one with that on it. Uh, is that the, which album is it? Well, we'll find out. I'll Google it. But basically, he had it on loop for about a year, and I heard right. that album probably five times a day. I mean, for us, it was Smells Like Teen Spirit. That was on loop a lot. Um, Just that one Enter song. Enter Sandman by Metallica was on constant loop a lot. Uh... Um, and what else? Oh, yeah. That House of Pain song, you know? Jump around. Oh. Back it up. Back it in. Let God. me begin. Some Fuck songs we, you end up We actually wore so a cassette much. tape out re-listening to that song. Like, it was just huge when it came out. I don't know if you remember, but... You had a big was... boombox on your shoulder. <clears throat> no, you nothing like street. that. No, it was just... We had, you know... I had one of those cassette players, like a double. So you could tape other cassettes on it. Okay. Pirate. And, um, piracy. Yes, it was like early piracy. And um, so basically... Home taping is piracy. That's right. So you'd, you'd borrow the tape from your friend or whatever... And then you'd be like, just lend it to me tonight so I can tape it. And then you tape it onto your own cassette and you'd like photocopy like the album art and stuff to make it like almost like you have the tape, but it's not quite the tape sort of thing. I never went quite went that far. It was never quite the, sh- the same either to have. Did you ever make your own mixtapes and stuff? Um, Did you I, ever make a mixtape and give it to a friend? No. Like here's a mixtape? Well, do you know what my... Um, Weirdly, my granddad made me made me a mixtape, mix tape. <laughs> and it okay. was all Frank Sinatra to for try some and reason. get me into his sort of kind of music. So he had bought um, some. He was a big cassette player, musical guy, and he had a lot of jazz. Oh, yeah. And he was putting a lot of jazz onto cassettes to listen to in the car, I think, or something like this. And so he gave me a, a collection. He made me um, a tape with a load of jazz on it which is quite a nice a nice thing i remember being about i think i, I was i think i was only about six or he seven he made you though. a jazz mixtape yeah so it was it was only it was about 1990 when he, when what he did the it fuck, man? i know it was Seriously? a very long time ago are you for real that actually happened that actually happened yeah jesus so it's had all he had all the greats on there right all the greats chattanooga like, choo choo oh yeah and, yeah it's uh, classic yeah and vintage um, um granddad jazz that one I can't really remember any other <laughs> was on it. Just like a ton of Little Richard on there for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking, I don't know. We were talking about this yesterday. We were saying, I was talking to Shin and Alex about it. And we were saying, remember when Napster first came out? And I was saying, yeah, I remember when it came out. Like when when it came out and I downloaded Napster for the first time and searched for a song. I think the first song I searched for was You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. Okay. And it was just sort of like to show my household that I had this ability now to obtain random music whenever I wanted to. And like I didn't have to own the CD or go out and buy anything. Like I could just download this music and everybody was like so fucking blown away they were like what the hell and here we are the whole house listening to you can't touch this by mc hammer on full blast like out of my computer and then that sort of you know prompted this whole like 
find some Brian Ferry. Hey, can you find some talking heads? Like these are my parents asking for all this stuff. And they're, you know, they're like, oh, find this one obscure song that I don't have, like, on a CD somewhere or whatever. And it was, like, this huge thing, right? Because everybody yeah. was like, oh, my God, we can listen to whatever music we want to whenever we want to. We don't have to have, like, a gigantic cabinet filled with CDs and stuff like that. And it was pretty exciting. I'm, Napster coming out was huge. Yeah, it was a different world, wasn't it? And uh, it's really sometimes nice to show off things like that to people as well. Say, hey, look. Yeah. I could just, uh, it makes you feel powerful in a way when you talk to someone from an older generation who yeah. is blown it's away like, by your. I got an MC Hammer at my fingertips here, everybody. What do you think about that? So, going back to something we were talking about um, earlier, have you ever taken a sickie or like thrown a sick day or. You know? Oh, all the time. God, yeah. Like, nope, even I... now to this day, like, I have a pretty cool job now. And, like, still I'm, like, finding reasons to, like, not do it. I, I was sort of thinking really of, of, of when you used to have a real job. Yeah, um, yeah. And, oh, no, all the time. Like, at least once a month I would be like, fuck this. I need to stay home and play WoW. <laughs> but, like, I'd phone up and be like, oh, God, I'm so sick can't even see i don't know what's wrong with me I'll, I'll go to the doctors tomorrow if it's not better i might need three days off because that's like the the standard thing at a job isn't it you know like they'll give you like three days off without needing a doctor's note i i don't think that's a standard thing at all i think they'll I, i'm not even sure you're, you can technically have one day off without a doctor's note but i think most people are fairly maybe it's more lax it, over here <laughs> Jersey Jersey attitudes are a little bit laid back. Yeah, I think I think if it's more than a day, you have to you can you can ask for a doctor's no. I think I'm not sure. It's tricky. I, I guess um, it's something I've not really thought too much about either. Um, since I but I used to throw sickies quite regularly, and and I, I guess it, it's one of these things that they always complain about in the news. They say, oh, Britain has lost thirty six billion pounds worth of work to sick days, but yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things like that, you know, it makes people... If, uh, some days at work, I wouldn't do anything anyway, even if I was at work. You know, I would I would just browse Facebook and, you know... But that's the thing. I think your average job, like most companies and places and managers and in my experience, you know, they value you occupying a seat and being there more so than you actually doing any work. Like, it's a weird thing, isn't it? It's like... We need you here in case something happens. But, you know, if nothing happens, then just want you around so you can have coffee with you and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's like such a weird thing. Like, I used to always think, like, just fucking let me come in, do my work. If it takes me an hour to do my work, I'll go home and, you know, rest. And then I'll come back ready for more work next time sort of thing. But you had to, like, do your nine hours a day or whatever it is and stuff like I think the I bigger get... the company, the more people could justify exploiting it, okay? If, they, if they're working for a huge, huge company where they're just a, a tiny cog in, in the machine, I think yeah. it's very easy for you to realistically justify in your head that, oh, it doesn't matter if I'm kind of, you know, they, if, if I'm taking advantage of them, it doesn't matter. They probably deserve it. They can afford it. You know, I've worked hard for them. I've done a lot of stuff for them. It's very yeah. easy to justify in your head to be shitty or lazy or not do anything. But sometimes that sometimes these companies don't reward people for their integral parts of things. You know, especially, 
you know, when I worked in the chemistry, chemical industry, you know, coming up with a solution to a major problem yeah. wouldn't be your solution. You know, it was made at work during work hours on work time and therefore, you know, you own 0% of that. You know, if you created something that was very revolutionary, you had no ownership on it despite, you know, the value it had to the company. You, you could save the company potentially millions of pounds and sometimes yeah. it wouldn't be valued or seen or you know and that's the problem when you have a very large potentially soulless um company that you work for who who really are just trying to exploit you it's very kind of corporate i think that corporate is not moral um by its very nature it's about um about money and that's it's more about it's more robotic i think it's more kind of um so Sorry. anyway, yeah. the Yogscast has a whole bunch of very <laughs> exciting job openings uh, for potential candidates. If you'd like to send your CV to um, Lewis Brinley at um, whippingboytinder.com, yeah. you can um, you can send him all of your all of your skills and abilities, and I'm sure he'd be pleased to consider you for a future position. Um, we have a with- small the crew a small group of people and 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 there's not too much room for for that kind Your of thing massive breasts but i will do everything i can right to make room for those massive massive breasts anyway do you want to hear some common or do you want to hear some outrageous excuses from people who have shirked off work they're really anticlimactic actually i've just read them and i, I i'm i'm disappointed uh, yeah. number- I can't come in today. My dog farted. It's very similar to that. Uh, here, here they are from the My Telegraph. My dog farts a lot, and he farted website. five times today. It's bad luck. I can't make it in. Sorry, boss. It says, I've accidentally locked myself in the bathroom, and I'm having to wait until someone with a key to the house can come round to let me out. Really? Does that work? Well, I assume you lock yourself in the bathroom every time you go in the bathroom. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm not sure how but you But maybe can... you have like maybe you maybe it's like a system in certain houses where it's like, yeah, I lock the bathroom door. There's no way for me to unlock it, but I always have a buddy that can unlock it for me. Whether oh. that be your dad or your mom or cousin or I, I can roommate. understand if you're living in a house where the lock has like fallen off or something like that. Yeah. Um but actually that do you reckon people have died because they lock themselves in the bathroom and then suddenly oh my god it's like a new horror horror story they, and, oh, and they go god, to the handle and the handle like breaks okay and they can't get out of that bathroom and that yeah. you know they haven't got their phone in there because they, they, can they never just get went out. in there for a poop and and they die in there and they and die in there the whole like time they're thinking why did i even lock later, the door somebody comes along and they're like hey, what's going on here and then they see like oh shit somebody died in the crapper it might not even be that much Advanced time. Advanced rigor mortis and all that. They've been dead for a long time. Oh, I what bet happened that happens. Here? I bet more it's people die from locking themselves in the bathroom than are killed by sharks or something. I wonder. Yeah. That kind of reminds me statistic. of... Have you ever seen that documentary about that woman who died in her apartment and she was dead for like three years before anybody found her? And she was still watching television. And the on. TV was still on? That yeah. was the fucking creepiest shit. Like, 
I can just about handle somebody dying and being dead for three years or whatever. But when the TV is on and like you think over the past three years, like all the stuff that would have been on TV, that creeped me the fuck out, actually. I just thought and like her heaters were still on and stuff like, oh, man. Yeah, I think think no one noticed until her bank um, ran out of money to pay her bills. Yeah. And so I guess everything, you know, the rent was ticking over on direct debit, the, the gas and the electricity were ticking by. Everything was yeah. just ticking over and her, you know, bank account was just slowly ticking down. Man, that is that is pretty spooky. That's fucked up, isn't it? It is, isn't it? But right, anyway, let's move on. Uh <laughs> number three, my plastic yeah. surgery has gone wrong and I need to go and get it fixed. That seems like a fairly unlikely excuse. Well, Um, you say that, but in this day and age, I mean, with all the millennials out there and their plastic surgery and stuff. That's true. I mean, come on, you know. What do you think about plastic surgery? Probably happens more than you think. Uh, Because I think that people who have plastic surgery end up all looking the same. It's that plastic surgery face, right? Yeah, it's that stretched face look, isn't it? Yeah, and that they stretch just look face all stretched look out instantly makes you look like either a lizard or yeah. you know a very fixed age of creepy plastic lizard. surgery person age. So you know yeah. they're not going to be young usually. Um, no, unless they say, "Oh, I was I was badly burned or something." It's unless a bit of a shame why... when some people do it as well because some people. Some people have aged well and would look all right without it, but you can tell that they've still had it done anyway for whatever reason. And it's yeah. like, why did you do that? And so oh, I didn't have much done. I just had a little pinch. And it's like, well... Well, that little pinch now has made you look like a clown. <laughs> Maybe we can call you Pinchy. Pinchy the clown. Pinchy the clown. Yeah. <laughs> uh... You know, it's like, sometimes it's a bit of a shame, you know? Like, I I find that... It's it's definitely more so women than men. It's very rare that you see a man with with like excessive cosmetic surgery, isn't it? Let's give a good example of a woman who has aged really well, okay? Yeah. And doesn't need plastic surgery. Have you got have Liz you got Hurley. One? Liz Hurley. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know how old she is? Oh, man, I don't even care. Uh, she is 50. Whoa. So she's not really very old. Uh, what she- about... Jessica 50's kind of old, though. Jessica I mean, Lang 50's is, wrinkle is territory. 66. Who? Okay. Jessica Lang from... Jessica Lansbury? Uh, Jessica Lange. Murder, she wrote? American Horror the Story. What the hell's your problem, Lewis? Jessica Lansbury. I think you're thinking of Angela Lansbury. That's who you're thinking of. Yeah. She's very oh, yeah. dead. Um... Isn't her name Jessica in Murder, She Wrote, though? Oh, no, she's not dead. Angela Lansbury is, Angela no, Lansbury she's not is dead. still alive. She's, she's 90. Still going. Bed knobs and broomsticks, motherfucker. 90. Well, she's probably going to... She's 90? There's a lot of Fuck. celebrities who are pretty old, actually. Um... Yeah, yeah. Most of them are dying <laughs> yeah. this year as well. We're just going to... Well, we know... I'm not going to say we know more, but there are more... We we know of more no, upcoming deaths. We know deaths. of more celebrities, <laughs> right? It's a thing. There yeah, are more. We we're exposed yeah. to because of the internet and things like this. We are exposed to a larger pool of celebrities than we used to be. True. Um, and so, True. therefore, there will be more regular tragedies. Although I think, hmm, I don't know. 
So yeah, I I I I think that women sometimes age very gracefully indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, and obviously for you that would be some. Liz Hurley. I think Liz Hurley has aged phenomenally. Okay. Like she still looks like she's twenty. I'm not convinced she's not had anything done though. You don't. You don't think she's had anything oh, done? Oh, I don't know. Even if she has, though, it's, I think it's subtle. Like it doesn't look too bad. Oh, it looks like she's had some stuff done, like like injections of stuff to get rid of wrinkles or whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, a bit of the old Botox or something. A, a bit or of the maybe, old this and maybe that. a little. I don't know if she has. Nip, you know. I don't know if she's. Maybe she has. But... <laughs> I'd like to have a good example maybe she of some hasn't. Um, some old 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 look. Maggie Smith. There you go. She looks great. Maggie Smith. Who? She's eighty-one. Maggie Smith. You know, I don't know who that Maggie is. Maggie Smith. Oh, for God's sakes! Just is that one from um, The Walking Dead? Uh, <laughs> no. Just ask. No. Ask. That's not Maggie Smith. Your dad. Um, My dad. I mean, my dad's not British, though. Is it a British woman that only British people I, I would know guess... about? A British woman woman for British men Oh, a Dave, only? Judy, Judy Dench. Je, she's a Chase Bond. She's 81, Judy Dench. And she, well, I don't think she's ever had anything done. No, I don't think she has um, either, actually. But I'm glad because, because sort of they, just, they just turn into a lizard and it's very spooky if, if you know, it's careful. Yeah, but... I. Uh, lizards have feelings too, and they need lovers as well, Lewis. Yeah, maybe they're trying to look more like the. Royal Could you family. love a lizard? They're all lizards. Make 2016 the year that you finally love a lizard. Love a lizard. Yeah. Okay. I'll think about lizard it. Lizard love. This is. Lizard love is driving me mad. It's making me crazy, crazy. Huh. Lizard. I don't know what the uh, fuck I'm talking next- about. Sorry. <laughs> The, the next like common reason for taking no, the odd the next odd reason that someone's given for taking the day off. I thought it was a bank holiday today, and I'm 500 miles away. Fuck that! That does not work. I mean, that is bullshit. Well, I mean, it's an excuse, but and it's a leg- it sounds like a legitimate excuse. Like, oh, I thought it was a bank holiday today. Oh, that's next week. Oh, right. You know, it sounds like some excuse. It sounds like an easily made excuse. Is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think that, that's but, bullshit. Yeah. I don't think that ever hold up in a court of law, for no. example. Like, I think maybe like for alibi purposes, you could be like, I was locked in my bathroom and here my dad can testify to that because he spent three hours trying to get me out. Yeah. But the bank holiday thing, I don't okay, think Okay, and work. here's the last excuse. I, think- uh, I missed my stop on the train this morning and now I can't get off it until London. That is from a worker in Glasgow. <laughs> that is fucking bullshit, too. I don't think that that would work what do you mean? at all. What do you mean? Because you'd just get off, like, at the that's next right. stop, wouldn't you? Like, you wouldn't have to go straight no. to London. I mean, that's There's trains stupid. every half an hour that's each dumb. way, so you just get off. You need to think up a better excuse way. than that. I, I have fallen asleep on buses and trains before and gone to the end of the line and ended up a long way fuck one time i fell asleep on the bus i I had an exam at school i fell asleep on the bus and i woke up and i was like at the other end of the city and i was late for my exam and i was like oh shit it's not actually a really interesting story though because in the end i just got to the exam a little bit late they let me sit it wow past one time i woke up in crew um in wales well, I think it's in Wales. Is oh, it? Right. it might not be in Wales. 
Honestly, I don't even know where it is. Yeah. I, I woke up in Crewe. All right. <laughs> it was like the end of the railway. You woke up in Crewe. I was like, fuck. Were you wearing pants? I was still partially clothed. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was pants. Maybe a dress. I don't know oh. what I was wearing at the weekend. It was, it was crazy. It was a crazy, crazy time. It was a crazy, one of the craziest weekends yeah. you've ever had. And you woke still, up in Wales. I still don't know where it is. It might not be. I think it's on the Welsh yeah, border somewhere, but it actually might not be in Wales. At first, I thought you said Peru. And Holy shit. That's why I was like, whoa, that's nuts. How I was, the hell? It was me and Paddington Bear. We were like, on a wild fucking stag do. <laughs> too many marmalade sandwiches and fucking sugar, one thing led crash. to another. Next thing you know, we're in deepest, that's darkest right. Peru. <laughs> shit, uh, that's crazy. Times. Yeah, what do you what do you think about all day breakfast? What? What do you think about all day breakfast? Uh, I think they're pretty good actually, because sometimes you don't realize it, but actually it's late in the day, and fuck, all you want is a breakfast. And there's nothing more disappointing, I don't think, than turning up to a place wanting a breakfast, and then somebody turn around and be like, "Oh, we stopped serving breakfast approximately fifty seconds ago, so uh, couldn't possibly cook you an egg." No, but it's stupid because it's like we stopped serving breakfast, but you can still get like an egg sandwich. You can still get a bacon sandwich. You can still get like a sausage. So all the stuff basically that goes into a breakfast, they're still making. They're just not making it in that specific format, which I find bullshit. I think um, there's when I hear, for example, that McDonald's is now serving all day breakfast every day. Okay. Yeah. I you get. just think it's McDonald's. They should have just been doing it all along. Like, what's this big revelation all of a sudden? Like, well, everybody, it looks like we've advanced the science enough. <clears throat> we've uh, we've we've pushed forward the science to the point where we can finally happily announce to you that breakfast can be served all day instead of just until ten o'clock. Well, all it took was uh, we had to hire another guy, breakfast guy, to um, work longer. That's it. <laughs> I, I think my feeling about this is <clears throat> that I don't really know how many people go to McDonald's for breakfast anyway. Okay, I assume it's people who are working or busy or up early. Do people still eat at McDonald's for real, though? I mean, I think the last time I ate at McDonald's was literally when I was like 12 years old. Well, I, me too. I think so. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at this article and there's a picture of the McDonald's chief guy in the UK or whatever sitting here. And he looks the most uncomfortable so he sat there smiling with a mcdonald's breakfast in front of him and he looks yeah. like he's so out of place he's right. never eaten a does McDonald's the breakfast, breakfast before. consist of hotcakes he clearly Cause... doesn't want to eat it it like as soon as this picture's going to be take finished taking it's like oh no sorry i already had uh, i already had breakfast uh, i ate a whole burger earlier i couldn't i couldn't possibly somebody eat this, this saved McDonald's. me from this fresh hell i have eaten fifty thousand <laughs> hash browns today <laughs> no he... <laughs> well the thing is there's a lot of competition it's always been a lot of competition okay but this kind of new hipper competitors like five guys um for example Uh, coming in on the burger space and you can see why because they're they're pretty pretty much better and so the other so so i get a very reddit news perspective so i I hear some news like oh mcdonald's are now doing really breakfast and the first comment i know in reddit is going to be someone saying 
I work at McDonald's and this is a real pain for us. We already have 16 menu items without having to do the salads. Oh, why do people even want salads? It means we have to have lettuce and tomatoes. And now we have to keep the eggs ready all day. Oh, how so stressful working at McDonald's. And they won't be, you know, we Shut the fuck up. It's, and so I get this whole sort of angle of like, woe is me from the people who work there. I get the, yeah. the, the woe is me from the people who eat there. The next comment will be that someone, I eat breakfast at McDonald's every day. Now I could eat breakfast every day and every night. Like, shut up. If you're. What? Well, that sounds as good. Th- that's a good thing, though. Why are they complaining about that? More oh. breakfast. I guess they're not complaining, actually. That's a positive comment, you know. Uh, but it's it just, I, read them, I read them in that voice. Oh, right, yeah. You, so basically what you're saying is you read every Reddit thread as a whining complaint. No, I kind of... There's a formula. You very you kind of learn that there's this formula that, that goes down with, with how these comment threads work and how... There's a formula in news articles, too, okay? Um, you know, it's, it's a, a, a quirky quirky tagline a quirky introduction a little bit of introduction as if people have never heard of a breakfast before or never heard of mcdonald's it's like you know yeah. uh so the first the first paragraph will be for for people who who have never ever set foot i think the headline you know. will be excellent now you can have breakfast <laughs> all damn day <laughs> it's gonna be like really it's gonna be really exciting as well. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I that was uh, good, actually. I think the um, they got to get on the horn to me next. The classic McDonald's. The classic problem is that McDonald's has this view of being unhealthy. Okay. Yeah. Still, they can't shake it. I think that there's. I think that there's. There's when when someone's like really really overweight. You know, one of the go-to things that they'll say is stop going to McDonald's and do some exercise okay those two things are probably not the things that are causing that person to be overweight no no because that's the thing they're like what did you eat today and they're like well you know i had a salad i had um you know a glass of milk and i had um you know, a Nutrigrain bar and stuff. And you think, what? Hang on a second. You know, if that's all this person's eaten, how come they're so fat? But it's what they're not telling you. And that's, that's right. that they're waking up in the middle of the night and eating like 10 gallons of ice cream. But they don't, they don't count realize. that as food for the day. And they yeah. don't realize it. No. That and that's the worrying that wasn't thing. I didn't, I didn't eat that. I was just... I didn't eat but, that. It just but, sort of melted all over me and then dripped into my mouth. <laughs> I, but I, I didn't. Oh. I didn't mean to eat it. So I think the thing that I, I kind of always the the thing about that that always shocked me was the hidden calories in things like yogurt, for example, yeah. a sort of a pre a manger, healthy looking yogurt with nuts on it or whatever has yeah. more calories than a, a Five Guys burger or something crazy like that. Because well, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that's entirely true, but. Uh, you'll have to check and that's the thing i think that we don't quite realize how many calories are in the stuff we eat and especially how much sugar i think and also you know you watch these these things like supersize me um yeah or something where there's some guy eats some crazy diet and it's just oh you know i'm gonna gain weight and there's some some other guy does exactly the same thing and, and loses weight and i think it's if you 
if you start taking control of your diet in a crazy way and stuffing yourself and and drinking a load of sugary stuff, then yeah, you're going to get fat. Um, well, they say that like like Coke and stuff is is the worst for gaining weight. Like if you drink a lot of Coke, I think that's what you'll the, put that's, on weight. That's becoming fast. this defining sort of <clears throat> consensus. Yeah, that sugar yeah. Is, is way 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 worse for you than we should ever realize. And also something like. 70% or I don't know you have to check these facts of things that you can buy in supermarkets have some sort of sugar in them yeah um, and the fruit juice is just as bad as coke uh, full fat full sugar coke um, because yeah, it's, I don't know about that actually but well it, it, it we'll has agree to so much sugar in it you know yeah but fruit juice. you know naturally occurring sugar in fruit and fruit juices is not as bad as no it's exactly the same heaving tablespoons it's of exact, it's exactly the same the shitty sugar that is in coke again it's the same it's the same sugar it's not it's not the same and it's it not is. the same amount either it's the same chemical it's the same and it is the same amount it's it's much much worse people don't realize that you know a glass of you know okay if you're listening juice, to this right now what don't let Lewis convince you that eating fruit is bad because eating it's not. Fruit okay? is not Eat fruit drinking and fruit don't juice. drink Coke and you'll be healthy. If you drink <laughs> a glass of like, if you drink a glass of apple juice, how many apples is that? It's like ten apples yeah, squashed don't down eat 10 to apples. one glass. So, but if eat you eat an ate, apple a day, if you eat one apple, that's very different. You're eating a lot of, um, you know. Uh, uh, fiber and starch and all sorts of other stuff which which i think like smoothies and fruit juices and stuff came about because of the just the way that we live now though you know like just the way that we are because nobody really wants eating healthy is such a huge lifestyle change nobody wants to commit to it right everybody wants to every like people want to get it over with and that's why it's like well i could just drink one drink that has all of my five a day in it at once and then it's done and i can go back to eating cake <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the mentality but it doesn't work you know it's like a, a whole lifestyle change isn't it like you can't you can't you can't cheat health like that you can't do it no so if I, you're trying I, I to think... like cheat it what you gotta think of Again, I, th- I think you should just look into it yourself. And I think that the fact is that you can be eating without even realizing it 20 teaspoons of sugar for breakfast, okay, yeah. by having a bowl of special K followed yeah. by a yogurt followed by a glass of apple juice, and that will be 20 teaspoons of sugar. And right. there's no but way you, you can still tell are me in better shape than somebody like who's breakfast. had a jumbo Coke and 20 burgers in a day. Yeah, if you were so. having instead. But here's yeah. the fucking thing. If you instead went to McDonald's and you had an, uh, a cheese and egg bap or whatever, and, yeah. a, and a whatever else, I don't know, is in a McDonald's yeah. breakfast... I don't think that would be as bad as 20 teaspoons of sugar. I think. Well, no, but processed food is infinitely worse for you than um, sugar that occurs naturally in like fruits. And I think stuff. you're. At, no, again, I think that it's different. I think the sugar no, that you. The teaspoons I'm right of sugar in what that I you say. put Categorically, I'm actually right. It's just the same as that sugar no, that's. No, it's in, not. It's not a different comp chemical compound. It's still better for you than you eating think, at McDonald's. Where do you think that Anything at McDonald's sugar comes from? It comes from. You don't even know half the stuff cane. in that thing at McDonald's. So that's okay. the thing. Uh, you know yeah. what doctors say to you though? What every not, doctor will say listen, to you: sis, if you don't know what's in it, don't eat it. I'm not advocating McDonald's breakfast as a healthy option instead of you special just kind K of 
orange juice and a yogurt. But I think that you should be able to make up your own mind about that and realise that actually 20 teaspoons of sugar could be worse. I mean, fats do have more calories per gram. So, you know, fats are more easily turned into calories than sugar is um, I th- by a ratio, I think, about two to three. So it's, or, or maybe there is a lot of sugar and stuff that you wouldn't expect it to be in, though. It's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Could, I, this is all. This is a very funny. But this is pretty serious. It's pretty serious chat. I, I think yeah. that 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 you know you should know what you're eating. And yeah. since I started putting stuff into um, like my fitness pal and my blender, counters, it makes me realize like <laughs> blending it all is, up into how my is that thing super cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. It makes me. The, the app the my fitness pal app once i put stuff in there it makes me realize like i eat something and i'm like holy crap how did i just eat that thing that had 300 calories in it what 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 where are those come from and then i realize it's got a load of added sugar and i'm like holy crap i didn't realize um and it could be anything you know so it's nice to know well, you got to consider how many calories you're burning in, in a day as well, though, too. I mean, if you're not very active, it's not going to be many. But <clears throat> simple things add up over the over the course of a day to, to actually burn off quite a few calories, too. Well, the you don't thing, always realize. This is, the thing, this is the thing about gyms, though, as well. And that's, that's the second thing. That, like, you know, so the first thing is people say to fat people, they say, stop going to McDonald's. And the second thing they say is, is go to the gym. And so we've already addressed that stop. You know, if if you think you're eating healthily and you're having special K apple juice and you know a yogurt every morning, that yeah is twenty. That's a lot of that's gonna that's no good. Okay, that's a lot of sugar and and so first of all, I think dieting sometimes is a trick. People say eat healthily. I don't think people yeah. know what eat healthily is. Okay, the second thing is go to the gym. People say go to the gym and you'll lose weight. That's no good. You could go to the gym if you can't do a proper workout at the gym because you're very overweight. Or yeah. or you you're 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 not very flexible or able to do stuff properly, and but you still go home and eat a huge amount of food. You think, oh, I've gone to the gym for an hour. I'm going to eat this tub of ice cream as a result. Yeah, that's no good. I think no. I think pe- losing weight is really really hard because. Yeah. Um, and putting it on is really really fun. That's the that's the problem. <laughs> putting it on is really enjoyable. Yeah, it's and that's, fucking great, isn't it? I I feel I feel very lucky that I. Um, genetically predisposed, I think, to be thin, uh, as opposed to as opposed to people. I think I think ge- I think people who are genetically indisposed to being a bit. Heavier, See, I'm lucky. I'm just genetically predisposed to be just buff as shit. Like I don't, I don't work out at all, and like I'm ripped, ripped. to the gills. Like yeah. it's crazy. I don't even know how I do it. I mean, you but do. Uh, well, sips. It's all that exercise. You do at least one sit up every day when you wake up, right? Yeah. Uh, add those up over thirty-five years. That's yeah, a lot it's of a lot of a lot of sit ups. Yeah, it's like you can you can see it in my abs too. Like my abs are the abs of a guy who's at least done three hundred and sixty-five sit ups in a year. That's right. You can tell. It's a the lot. motion of actually hoisting myself out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, respect to that. See, that's so the thing. Never because, underestimate yeah. just your day-to-day. You know, go to the gym, fine. But don't forget, you're getting at least one free sit-up a day just by getting out of bed. So I'm not saying that you should not go to the gym if you're overweight, right? I'm no. just saying that... That would go against our losing weight. today's sponsor, which is Fitness First for all your fitness needs. <laughs> losing weight we would begins never imply in the kitchen. that you shouldn't go. Yeah. 
okay? And that is, first of all, involves just taking control over what you actually eat. So good luck if you're trying to do that because it's hard. It's really, really hard. It's and really hard, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, again, it's a lifestyle choice, right? You have to want to be healthy, but you have to live being healthy. Like, you can't just, you can't game it, you know? You can't, can't, you can't count calories and have a super smoothie to, to be healthy sort of thing. You have to, like, be active, eat right, you know, eat fresh. You should always eat fresh food. You should always make your own food. Eat fresh. Make it. This eat one, it fr- this episode eat it is as fresh sponsors. as you can. Um, uh, thanks, big thanks to Subway for sponsoring our little chat today and Fitness First as well. And um, I think Subway's a problem too. Okay, always brush your teeth, tie your shoelaces, and Here's wear a coat when it's Subway, cold outside. Right? Yeah. You. It's very hard to write down in your calorie counter what you've eaten if you go to a subway because it's not clear you know so sometimes for example uh you can have like an entire salad like a huge huge bowl of salad with all sorts of stuff on it and yeah. it'll be 100 yeah the calories. dressing okay yeah the dressing, the dressing a little is... cup of the dressing will be like three times the entire salad so yeah but let's sometimes... face it that salad's gonna taste like ass without it <laughs> well that's the, that's the sad truth yeah it is i went to disney world one time and had a salad there and honestly it was as good as eating an ice cream it was so fucking good but like the dressing was crazy there's got to be a balance between and again i'm not again i think it's tough for people because um i sometimes feel down and food eating is nice and cheers me up right and so there's got to be a balance between making yourself miserable and making you you know and and, yeah. and trying to lose weight and so i think that, that finding that balance is very difficult for people um what, what you know and at the end of the day so it's a little bit like we talked about with new year's resolutions before it's sometimes good what did to, we talk about that yeah i think we talked a little bit about that and it was it's a little bit like trying to um keep your motivation by not letting yourself get too too down so sometimes you know they say well look even if you're on a diet you should still have your favorite you know double cheese pizza or whatever once 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 every so often as long as you put it in the calorie counter and and you accept that that you know or else you're gonna make yourself miserable i'm not saying you should just have a yeah you can't go treat every day no no but Maybe every other day. Yeah. To start with. Yeah, to start and with and work your way there. You it's a slow... Yeah. yeah. It's a, it, these things don't happen overnight. I think people people would assume they will, but gradual change is always always better. And start start now. Yeah. Well, for more health tips and uh, general well-being, uh, you can visit our um, health blog. Health sponsor blog. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. And, Six uh, Health. Uh, and if obviously it goes without saying that if you truly do want to be healthy, don't take our advice. <laughs> no, don't listen just, to what we say. For just, God's sake, go to the doctor. I am so sick of people <laughs> sending, saying like Lewis doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's going to make us all, you know. It's like I followed Lewis's diet and now I'm in. in I've got AIDS. Now, it's like, and now I'm Hitler. <laughs> just. I, I I don't care, right? Don't follow my advice. <laughs> Fucking figure it out yourself. Jesus, yeah. I'm not taking any responsibility for you being a dumbass, right? There. Wise words. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Goodbye.
Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>